Having great photos on your website is so important and it's a real challenge for most people. If you are one of the lucky yoga teachers who not only looks amazing, but also your girlfriend is a photographer and your only issue is what photos you should use on your website, I'm a bit jealous and you rock it, my friend. If you are like me, you hate being photographed, don't have the budget to hire a professional photographer, and also there simply are no good pictures of you. Thankfully, I have a solution for you. In this episode, I'm talking to my friend Luthia Doinel. Luthia is a photographer and educator that helps people feel comfortable in front of the camera using spiritual psychology tools. She shares some great tips how to prepare for your photo shoot and how you can take pictures yourself with your phone and tripod. This episode is full with great advice that you can put into action right away. And I'm so excited for you to meet Luthia. So let's dive in. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Reicher, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. Hi, Lucy. It's so nice to have you here. Hi, Susan. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me. So great. Can't wait to introduce you to my listeners. And um, yeah, so why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Uh, well, my name is Lucia. I'm a photographer and an educator. I am originally from Argentina. Uh, so if you hear a little bit of an accent, that's why. Huh? But, you know, I live in LA in the US for, I've been living here for like 10 years and I teach people how to get comfortable in front of the camera. So one of my passions is to teach photography, but also spiritual psychology tools to actually get over the hump of like being in front of the camera and what's going on. I love that because I don't know, it's very close to, it's very, I mean, yeah, getting photographed is such an emotional topic for entrepreneurs because I mean we are not models I'm probably not the only one who's really really uncomfortable in front of the camera and I mean I barely like any pictures of me <laughs> so um, getting a professional photo shoot I probably hated every minute of doing that but I loved the result and I know it makes such a big difference for my brand and for my website so um I just know how important it is. And, you know, like that's why I wanted to get you on this podcast to um, talk more about how to get great pictures for your website. And a lot of my listeners are yoga teachers or they're just starting out as wellness entrepreneurs. And not everybody has the budget to hire someone, to hire a professional photographer. So I would love to share some tips, um, what they can do to um, get great pictures for their website, maybe by themselves or with a friend or yes, so that's what I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's so much to share about, like, why we feel so uncomfortable in front of the camera, because I do think that 
being photographed is very tightly related to being seen. And if we look back in our lives, like we all have some sort of like moment in our life where it wasn't safe to be seen. And when we are capturing ourselves, it's like in that microsecond that takes for the image to just like snap, it's an eternity. You know, it feels like a, like a warp of time that just happened. And it's, basically, it's because of our wounds or what, whatever happened for us. So a lot of the work that I do has, is tightly related to going back into that time where it felt unsafe to be seen and give loving to that part of yourself that feel that way. And from that space, from really just connecting to your essence and what you want to create from an authentic perspective, choosing some qualities, essences that you want to work with in your photographs. So I guess like the first thing that I would say, um, if you're just getting started with your images for your website is like, I know it's your brand, but in order for you to have and be in complete alignment with your brand, you need to go deeper in why you're doing what you're doing and what is the essence that you think most represents you, but also that you want to express into the world, right? And I love that you work with yoga teachers because I feel like they already have a spiritual practice, so I don't have to sell them on the woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> right? But it, it has it has to do with that. That is like the first step. Just like what what would you like to experience in your photo shoot, and what would you like to share with others? So, for example, like my quality or essence that I work with lately has to do with playfulness. Because to me, making art and self portraits are it's is play, right? So uh, the second step is just sourcing for inspiration. And I love because I've seen your masterclass for the website design. Uh, and you teach exactly how to do the mood boards, which is great. I was like, yes, I love this. This is so on point. So it's, it's a little similar in a way that, that you teach it, but I kind of connect with the essence. And then I go into Pinterest and I search that essence. And then I kind of like look at um, magazine covers or different portraiture photography that matches that essence. Yeah, and I like start what creating emotional, what feeling you want to convert something like that maybe as yeah. well. Yeah. What are the emotions you want to express, but also mm. how do you want to feel? Right. So it's really where I do have some meditations that I teach um, every now and then, and also in my course, but like the, the meditation is kind of like, focusing on that intention, on that emotion, just like seeing it run through your body and connecting to that essence. And from that space, creating something versus the other way around, because it's like, oh, I need photos for my website. Okay. I'm going to take a photo. Oh my God, this is like awful. And then you're just going through your emotions. Right. Uh, so I'm like, kind of like, let's like reverse engineer the process. Let's see. Let's start with, yeah. Yeah. Pinterest, I think, is an amazing start. And I actually have a board on my Pinterest um, with yoga photo shoot inspiration. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes. Yeah. Lots of pictures. I just like collect pictures there of great, you know, like great, not about great yoga poses because that's not the point, but like great pictures of yoga teachers that are just inspiring or that you can use to, for your briefing or, yeah. I like, so one of the things that I really like is that there's so many like branded shoots 
right? There's so many people already doing the same thing. So I think like the best way to stand out is being yourself and like sourcing from the inspiration that is like uniquely yours, right? Because for example, like, like I said, playfulness, but for you might be something else mm. and sourcing like not only yoga, but these other qualities mixed in and then making something new and completely original based on your personality and your essence on your journey and why you do what you do versus like the cover of the yoga magazine that's been done like over and over again. Yeah, that's um, true. I think my inspiration for my photo shoots was um, to be like really positive and approachable. Like, yeah, probably that. And it really shows through. I love your images. Thank I mean, you. honestly, yeah, they're, they're so perfect and they're so you. Like I can see you as soon as I see the photos, I see you. And I feel like that's what is, that's what sets us apart is ourselves, right? Our individual, our, our individuality, Sorry. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. And I, I keep saying that. Um, I mean, we're already talking about how to take pictures, but you really need to have pictures on your website. That's already like, that's actually the first step to um, accept that, yes, you need a header with a f picture with a portrait where people can see your face and your eyes and your smile on your homepage if you really want to use it to build trust. Oh, absolutely. I used to hide, you know, as a photographer, before I started doing self-portraits and teaching them, um, I used to hide behind the camera because like, I was like, not skinny enough, not pretty enough. Like they had all these hangups going on. And it was so easy because I always had work to show. I always had content. So obviously like, yes, I, I was very comfortable behind the camera because I was hiding. Um, and as soon as, um, Actually, this is kind of like a sad story, but a friend of mine died two years ago of a heart attack and I volunteered Sorry. to do, thank you. No, I mean, bless his soul. Um, he had a best life. So I'm, I'm happy for his journey. Um, but one of the ways that um, I volunteered for his uh, funeral was um, making his memorial video. So all of our friends started like texting me all of their selfies together and all that. And the only images that I had with James were photos that I had professionally taken of him and I had no selfies. And I realized I was erasing myself from my own history. Mm. And that's when it all changed for me. And I started being more in front of the camera and trying to get over my own issues about being seen and what it meant to feel completely authentically myself and share myself in front of the camera. And what I was not expecting, which I love what you said about like the heathers that you need to be front and center of your business is because as a photographer, yes, I had content, so much content. But when I started showing myself, people were able to connect with me. My business grew incredibly and I can really explain the whole basis of it psychology wise but people really connected with me and people don't hire people the best they they hire the people they know they like and trust and knowing and seeing you is just like such a big key so but doing that authentically right is like huge because you can on, online we can also put a fake amount miles away 
can we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on my first website, um, so I was creating some website about marketing services. I didn't, I, just, I think I had a tiny picture of myself on the, on the homepage, but otherwise everything was stock. And um, yeah, so that website brought me exactly zero clients. <laughs> Oh my so God. I had clients from like word of mouth or people that I, you know, like met in real life, but never through the website. It was like, yeah, and it was because obviously it was because I thought I didn't have any good pictures. Hmm. Yeah, that was before my first photo shoot in Bali. <laughs> I love that. Well, also Bali, right? I feel like that that's this like that's one of also like the steps that I wanted to talk about. Like, not everyone has a beautiful space to photograph themselves and that's why I mean if you visit my Instagram at the Lucia's like you can actually see like I don't do photo shoots on location outside all of the images are in my studio which is very minimalist right so one of the things that I I I think it's important is to uh, being able to transform your own space in your home (laughs) into a photo shoot studio easily. So for example, before I had my home studio, I used to just like have a wall that I would just like clear up and move all my furniture to the one side of the bedroom to take self-portraits on the other side. And I, I think it, or I had actually like a, um, a pop-up backdrop set with a, with a sheet, with a white sheet. And I also like used that because it was just like the best way to create a clean, simple setting whenever I needed a photo. And, um, and I, I actually, I traveled into locations with my backdrops like a lot because like you show up to a space and you have no idea what's going to be there. So like knowing that you can always have a clean background at all times was so important for my images because I, that's my aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I always have on my list to take some selfies, um, from what I learned from you, um, uh, here in my apartment but you know it's never clean enough <laughs> it's like oh, I have to clean up before and then yeah I keep pushing it off but I know I have to get around to it well also like I feel like I for the photos I, I feel like I move everything to one side and I leave like one plant and one sharpener and one <laughs> pencil like, like on the other side. nobody sees on the other side that is like a complete mess of everything like like hiding behind the camera but, you know, for the photos, sometimes it's fun. It's nice to also have candid shots. I, I kind of like the idea of, like, um, doing a list of actions that you would normally do in your business and using that because that is more authentic than actually looking at the camera sitting at my desk that is pristine with one pencil, you know? Like, I'm, nev- that, I'm never going to be that person that has one pencil. And so like, I don't want to be like showing you like a fake thing. So I, I think it's more, I think it's important to show us ourselves in action. So action shots are awesome for these kind of stuff because also on the website, you can see uh, something more, um, I guess, relatable. Mm. That's why I kind of like yoga. Um, I worked with a few yoga teachers in the past and what I like is that everything that has to do with movement will always photograph really well. And so don't be scared of like doing your practice, doing a little video and then taking screenshots of your favorite poses and then maybe replicating those, like see what looks best on camera. Um, And then the other thing is like, you can even do this even if you have um, 
like a a phone, a camera phone, you know, um, you don't need a DSLR to take really good images. I just did that with my, I have the iPhone 11 and yeah, so I just had a video and then I took a screenshot from that video and it, um, it was really, the quality was amazing. It's like, wow, that was actually, that would have been good enough to put up on a website because for the website, you don't need like really the super high resolution images. It's for the web. So it's, it has to be fast. It has to be light. So it doesn't have to be print, right? So yeah, that's like, yeah, I think, uh, give me one second. Okay. Sorry. The the cleaning crew was like (laughs) passing through the street. Sorry. So the, one, uh, so the one thing that I, I really like about um, website photography is that you can create incredible images and they don't have to be high resolution, what, like you said, because websites need to be fast and upload fast on the phones. So the, the images have to be light. Mm. Yeah, like so, light, we mean like small file size not light in the sense of it has to be lots of white color or something. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that like would light. be nice too, but that depends like on the style <laughs> that what you prefer. Of your pro- exactly. Uh, yeah, no, that's exactly what I mean. Like it, don't, it, does, it doesn't have to be high resolution because it has to be able to load fast. Um, and so like, I actually, um, I think it's incredible that we can take, we have everything we need with us, you know, in our phones. So like when, even when we are on the go, it's super easy to prop it, prop your phone, set up the timer and like try a test shot, even in the park, you know, even if you don't have a studio right now because of the pandemic, like you can, you can find outdoor locations that really make sense for you, for your brand and do your shoots there. I mean, I'm just saying like, there's so many things. I would say that investing on a nice tripod will save you so much energy and time and a clicker. Um, that is just like the one thing that it doesn't cost much to have, but it will definitely save you so much time and, and energy. Now people are used to seeing that on the streets, right? All the influencers with their tripods. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess. Like, do you do that? Do you go outside <laughs> or sometimes? Well, I, I mean, I remember I was in this. <laughs> Sorry, what? Say that again? Do you go outside with your tripod to take um, selfies or? Well, because of my. Well, here's the thing. My my most of my aesthetic for photos are in studio, and so I already have my studio. But sometimes I'll be on the go and I will see something that really like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. And I will capture it. And I, I, I am, I, I, can I curse here? I don't give a shit. Like I'm, I'm saying like, I don't care who is like watching me take this photo. It's like, if they're judging me, it's probably because they're jealous that they would love to do and like own their beauty, own their experience and just own their like, seeing the beauty in the world and capturing it, you know? Yeah, I think um, it's okay to be uncomfortable for the first time and then you just have to accept to be uncomfortable and get over it probably. Well, for me, well, it's it easier about- with practice. I mean, that's my experience with photo shoots. Like the first one was, and then it got easier. Definitely. Practice is everything. But I do think that like I would practice at home, right? I would like... I have 
you know, I built my practice, my self-portrait practice at home first. And then when I was ready, I was able to like move it into the world in a way. Um, also when I traveled, uh, by myself, like I had no other choice. Right. So I was like, oh, fuck, you know, I'm just doing it. Uh, then the other thing is interestingly, I, I think that like doing photos outdoors and people seeing you can be a stress factor. And I don't think it's about like fake it till you make it. I'm not, that's not my vibe. I do, I do say, I do will say that um, it's about like being super aligned with your intention. So if there's a higher purpose for your image, for your self-portrait, then everything else lines up. But if you just if you don't have a purpose in mind or a clear direction or intention with your photo, it can be easily like you can be easily distracted by emotions and thoughts about people seeing you or going into insecurity or shyness. Definitely, that's so important to have clarity about that. To be, I mean, it's like important for everything for your whole website. Um, but yeah, but it's an important step when you plan and I think it's also just important to realize that you should plan ahead a little bit so um, I think what's also important is like when you know already what you stand for but you also know what you want people to feel or to see when they come to your brand so for example you want everything to be um, calming and relaxing so maybe you wear light colors and look for a place with a lot of light so you probably don't want like very dark and pictures or with very with colors that are very bright and strong do you know what I mean so to yeah. plan that what I really oh, love I is when people already have their brand colors and you see a little bit of that brand color in the photo shoot as well oh absolutely I agree I think that's like a great touch to really like when you're using a heather for the photo uh, and you're using it on your website the colors in the photo will be the colors of your website. So you have to understand that if you want, if you have a palette, like Suzanne's saying, like you have to understand that like you need to choose colors to wear or location or backdrops or things that are related to those colors because those are the colors that are going to (laughs) show. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you don't know them yet, just go with white. (laughs) Yeah. Just simple does it, you know? Or simple or neutral colors, yeah. Yeah. I think what doesn't really work very well is wearing black clothes in photos. What's your experience? Oh, I wear black a lot. Uh, but I think black it goes with everything, you know. Um, uh, but I also wear white a lot. So I think it's like very personal. What I don't think works really great is patterns. Yeah, that's true. like that's a good patterns point. doesn't work well. Um, and um, just like, yeah, pastels really works well and solid colors works well. Mm, that's yeah. my, my, my two cents about that. Uh, patterns are hit and miss and they're hard to same as with props and with makeup, you know, like, like don't try to do glitter on your first go, <laughs> you know, like keep it simple, keep on, do the things that you would normally do with your face and hair. Um, well, my, my photographer always said, put on a little bit more makeup than you would normally. I mean, the most yoga teachers, we don't put on a lot of makeup. So put on a little bit more because the camera will just like 
take it, eat it up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, but no clitoris. You should still recognize yourself. <laughs> I mean, like, don't do something crazy with an with a, an element that you would normally do. I I barely wear any makeup, and when I do my photo shoots, my own self portraits, I don't wear makeup at all. Oh, okay. I just put on mascara and some concealer, and that's it. But you have um, strong colors already. I see her. I see her on camera. So she looks gorgeous, guys. <laughs> thank you. Thank everybody's you. so lucky. <laughs> no, but what? but seriously, no. Of course, every you should um, you should be yourself. And if you never wear makeup, it doesn't make sense to put on like a full face and not recognize yourself. And you're not going to feel yourself, and that is going to show probably. Yeah. Well, so sometimes on photo shoots, I work often with hair, a hair and makeup um, stylist. And what I like about my hair, my my makeup stylists, uh, is that both of them, I work with two people, uh, they both do very natural looks and people look like themselves. They don't look like they're wearing a lot of makeup, although they are wearing makeup, you know, but it's like they're not doing Kardashian makeup, you know. If you want with, to do that, if that's like, you, that's fine too. I mean, no, no, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, but they don't do like mm -hmm. if if somebody doesn't ever wear any makeup, they're not going to be doing a full face. Like yes. they, you know, like ready for TV kind of like that's what I mean, like reality TV show, you know, kind of makeup. Um, and I think that keeping it unless you're doing it, unless you have a professional makeup artist, just like stick to what you know. <laughs> in terms of what works for you. That's, that was my only take on that makeup. I mean, well, I barely do. You're not very LA, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Argentinian and I feel like that maybe that's well, like... you've been there for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like, because I feel like I, um, it's hit and miss really, but I think like good hair, like good, um, good skin care mm. trumps good makeup because you do want to be super hydrated. So like I always recommend that the night before your shoot, you drink a lot of water because it shows through your pores, whether okay. you like it or not. And just use a lot of like, uh, like, um, moisturizer in the morning and that will definitely keep you hydrated versus having to put a lot of like makeup on. Yeah. I think makeup is important. So I remember from my photo shoot, I did it like two where I had like a make makeup artist and yes, it just helped me feel pretty and confident to show up in front of the camera. And I had one photo shoot where I, it was just a friend who's a photographer to, you know, so, okay, so I did her a favor and then she, she did me a favor and I didn't really plan or probably I just didn't take that serious enough. So I just did a little bit of makeup. I didn't take care of my hair and I didn't like the pictures. I, I felt like I was um, letting her down and myself down. So it was my learning from that shoot was if I do a photo shoot, if I put up, put in that energy there, I have to do it right. Exactly. So I have to yes, plan it. Definitely. I have to um, plan what I'm going to wear and how I'm going to look. 
Absolutely. I agree. So when, when I, when, when you're doing your mood board, you can definitely start seeing a trend of what you want to wear. And what I usually recommend is that go into your closet, go into what you already have and see what's, what are the gaps of things that you need to get in order to complete the look. And then from there, just like have your outfits ready and so forth. And then like create the the space and time and energy to do it. And as, as you said it, like, if you're going to do it, go all in, don't do it halfway. Right. So, you know, shower, dry your hair, <laughs> blow dry it, yeah. blow dry, you know, but here's the thing. So okay. Like hair, when it's dirty, it really shows yeah. Photoshop cannot fix that. Right. So wash your hair, do your face, get ready, put yourself put your best self forward, you know, because those photos are going to last you. And I think that's important, even if you experience and then want to do selfies for your website. So you plan it just as if you would get like a professional photographer and then you set up your tripod and your phone and your timer and you just like take How many pictures do you normally take until you find like one or two good pictures for your website? Maybe a hundred? Yeah, I take a lot of photos. I mean, right now what I do is actually um, probably around 10 per pose. And then yeah. I go into a different pose and then I do 10 more. And so like for one outfit I will do and I will have like 50 photos. Maybe. Yeah, but that and gives you a great selection then to, to choose from, from. Exactly. And from those 50 photos, there will be like a, one photo that I really like and the rest are trash. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I mean, sometimes, you know, I, I need to go again, you know, and then I see like, oh, really? I don't really like how this was looking here or this pose could have been better if I moved my hand this other way. So, okay. I'm guessing that, I mean, just because you're a photographer, you have like very high standards and it's probably the same, like before I publish my website update, <laughs> I spend a lot of work on it. Um, but everybody else, uh, come on, let's don't let perfectionism stop you from choosing mm. a picture for your website. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, so perfectionism is such a great, um, thing to talk about because it's something we all struggle with even if at the low levels and i think perfectionism is rooted in fear of losing control right and it's like the ma control is the master addiction like we all have a low-key addiction to control and so what i think is like the best antidote to perfectionism um, is like I actually actually it's out of like the AA uh, playbook, you know. Um, uh, here there's so many uh, everything anonymous <laughs> in LA <laughs> for everything that you 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 can think of. There's like an anonymous um, organization, and one of the things that they teach you is a serenity prayer, which is God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The wisdom, um, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And so whenever I feel caught up in my own perfectionism, I kind of like go back into that space of like, okay, I need the serenity and the courage to change the things I can and just the wisdom to know that when I need to let it go. And I tune back in and I kind of like have a moment of like releasing and letting go 
um, of anything that is no longer serving me. Even if that is like, an, like um, because usually like there's something behind it, you know, there's something that we're judging about ourselves, right? So when we are kids, we make up these rules about like when our needs are not met about what that means, you know? So we make up these rules about like whenever we see that thing that we judge as like the thing that made us not get what we wanted, then therefore I judge that part of myself. So growing up and being an adult, it's it's really just going back in time and just like whatever our needs were not met as children or younger people, like we're giving that to ourselves, we're parenting ourselves. So it's a constant learning and it can show up in little things like perfectionism to post the perfect photo. And it's important to take a step back, ground yourself and, you know, lean into your own wisdom. Ah, that's beautifully said. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I wanted to say something. Now I'm like completely lost. <laughs> um, let's make it, you know, like I wanted to summarize to make it actionable for our listeners. So mm-hmm. yeah, the first step is like create your vision, vision board, what you are about, what is your big why? What do you want to stand for? And what do you want people to see or to feel when they see your pictures and your website and your brand, experience your brand or get in touch with you? And yeah, that's so that's like the step number one. Yeah, the step number one is definitely tune into what is the essence that you want to experience and that you want um, to share with the world that matches your brand, but also your own purpose. Yeah. And we love Pinterest for that. We love Pinterest for that. Go Um, into magazine covers of your favorite magazines and draw for inspiration. And the photos that you uh, really like that resonate with that quality, start saving them. You're going to start seeing a pattern. And Mm. yeah, you're going to start seeing a pattern of the things that you're drawn to. Pay attention because there's a lot of wisdom in that. Once you have your mood board, you're going to really look at the color palette that you have for your website, for example, like things that you've already worked with Zen and kind of like make that match into your outfits, into what you're yeah. going to wear, into your setting. It would be like step number two to plan mm-hmm. the shoot, Ex- like all the the practical details, what to wear, where yeah. to do it. Pre-production. That is all pre-production. Location, um, poses. What do outfits. you say about light? We haven't talked about light. Light is so Yeah, important. lighting, I say if you're going to do it with your phone, stick to natural lighting. And the, be- the more light you have, the better the quality of the image. That's like my, my golden rule for lighting when in this short time. <laughs> um, actually, in my course, I go I have like all about indoor lighting, outdoor lighting, you know, artificial lighting. But in this case, just like natural lighting is the best. Go to a big window and try it out. Take a selfie right next to the window. It's basically like a soft box and then step away 
10 steps backwards and take the same photo, you're going to see that the quality diminishes. And so that's what I talk about when I mean more lighting, better quality. It's just because of our phones that we are created has this automatic setting that chooses the ISO, which is the light sensitivity of your, of your, of your photo. And so like whenever there's less light, it's going to crank it up <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, I don't want to bore you with all the details, like the tech behind well, give why, us tech. <laughs> why that is. <laughs> but yeah, so basically that's what it means. Uh, just more lighting, more lighting, better photo. Golden yep. rule. So once you have your plan in terms of your pre-production plan, meaning your outfit, what are you going to wear? What is it? What is location, poses, everything? That's when you go into putting it in your calendar. Actually make space in your calendar to have your photo shoot. And so um, try to plan it a, a morning. Usually morning light is better. Uh, if you're doing it indoors or afternoon light, if you're doing it outdoors, like in the, around sunset and, um, just make a plan. And basically like the night before, don't go out, don't drink alcohol, just have a, a very clean night so that you're well rested and drink lots of water. And Maybe the day of the shoot, don't eat any like beans or... <laughs> <laughs> well, just take good care of yourself. You know, you yep. know what's best for you. You already have a lot of knowledge and a lot of wisdom around your body. So do what's best for your body. But just take care of yourself. But planning it in your calendar, that's, um, that's a good tip. I mean, I'm a big planner. Yeah. My listeners know that. And um, yeah, so I would definitely recommend just getting your website pictures done that way just try it really yourself and then maybe plan it once a month to take pictures that you can then use on social media or for blog posts or for updates so just get into a routine doing that make it like something normal that you do on a consistent basis because you're always going to need pictures for whatever you do it's going to be helpful for whatever you want to promote or to communicate or to sell Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that I I recommend is like setting up four hours, even if you think it's just going to be one photo, um, just set up for three to four hours block of your time, just slowly, slowly for the photo shoot. I actually... I actually do or used to do uh, one month of photos in one day with basically do this technique of like, setting up four hours in your day because then you're going to be editing your images and that's going to take another four hours. <laughs> so 50% of the photo is in the editing. So once you're done with your photo shoot, just, um, you know, uh, you can actually download my, there's a, uh, there's a free, a free Lightroom preset that they can download if they, if you use Lightroom, uh, on selfportraitconfidence.com slash Lightroom uh, that you can just edit your photos with one click. But basically, don't use Instagram's filters. Just oh, no. don't do that. They're still do that. Yes, it's um, so over. That's like so, I don't know, 2000. <laughs> exactly. Um, if you're going to do um, Color Story is an app. Visco is an app for editing photos on your phone. Uh, I use Lightroom because I, you know, that's, and I Me have too. my Lightroom. But Visco mm-hmm. has great filters and you can also search on Pinterest for them. And then you can see all those examples of the um, Visco filters. 
what they look like. Exactly. So Visco is a great app for editing. And I also use Snapseed. Uh, But definitely just like go in and edit a little bit your photo. Make sure that you're lifting the shadows, making it a little bit sharper. Always, because even though you're doing it with your phone, always put the sharpness a little bit more. If you have a pimple and you want to remove it, that's a great moment to do it. <laughs> uh, you can use a Snapseed for that. So I um, Facetune, do, you still, do uh, people still use that or is it like too much? But I think you can like control like the, the power of the filter thing. Yeah, I don't. So I don't do that much editing. Um, that kind of Photoshop, you know. Um, I already and, told you she's gorgeous, right? <laughs> <laughs> but not no, either, no, neither for my clients. Thank you, guys. Oh my God, Suzanne. I, 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 I think that Photoshop. I don't know. I feel like I, I can tell when people do use Facetune and I don't like it. You know, okay, yeah. I just think mm-hmm. it looks too fake and it takes away like when people actually meet you, you know, it takes away that like uh, authenticity factor. If you have a pimple or a wrinkle or something, fuck it. Yeah. Fix that. I actually have dark circles and I, I lighten my, my dark circles on every photo if I can. But it's the one thing that I am hung up about. So if that's the one thing keeping me from posting the fucking photo, I'm going to take the, take them off. <laughs> you know, like that's my rule. You know, like if it's keeping you from showing up, yeah. just do it. Yeah. You know, I just don't like Facetune because it's a, it's a little obvious in the editing. Mm. So I like to be subtle, but like fixing the thing that I don't like, you know, so... Snapseed is great to remove things here and there. Um, color Story is great to edit the colors of the photos. Visco is great for that too. I use PicMonkey because I like editing my pictures on the computer and not on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they don't have a free plan anymore. So, But they well, have like, like some, um, a little bit like Facetune and um, you can also um, control the strength of the... Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lightroom. I use Lightroom because I use it on my computer. I edit everything on my computer too. And I like to batch edit. So with Lightroom, I can just like edit one photo and then apply it to all, which I like. Um, and I have a whole system about like how I let go of photos that I don't like. And then like, yeah. anyway, I, jump, so, I use Lightroom too, but I have no idea what I'm doing there. The only thing I can do is really, um, use presets, <laughs> but everything else I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, I so get it. Um, anyway, yeah, I think like that's like basically the steps. And then like the one, the last step is to post it already mm. because a lot of people take photos and then they don't, they're, they're too shy to post them and they never share them or like they're like in this endless loop of like, oh, this is not good enough. So yes, yeah, sometimes it takes time. I mean, that's my experience. I had photo shoots when I first got the pictures back. I was like, oh my God, I hate all of them. <laughs> and over time, I nearly used all of them on social media or on my website. And I just like, it took some time to get comfortable with them. I mean, that's like this beautiful road of self-acceptance that we are on as entrepreneurs, I, I think. Yeah. Yes, preach. I I personally um, like the idea of doing self-portraits because it, it made me even more comfortable in my own skin mm. um, and accepting of myself the way that I am, like with all my like belly rolls and <laughs> 
whatever whatever was bothering me when I was younger, it no longer bothers me. I fuck, I love it, you know? So then the other thing is just like, just being gentle with ourselves doesn't have to be a drastic change. And, but like slowly making the steps to building that confidence means like you took the photo. Good job. Give yourself a pat in the back. Oh, you actually edited the photo. That's amazing. You know, today you actually like planned the shoot, actually took a photo. That's a great job. So like doing small steps towards the outcome that you want to do and celebrate each step is equally important. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So that was amazing and really, really helpful. And I know you have so much more to share. Um, where can people go to learn more about if they really say they really want to dive into this and learn how to take great self-portraits? Oh my God. So right now you can go to selfportraitconfidence.com slash masterclass and you can learn everything about my um my way of taking self-portraits the first one is how to boost your confidence to being in front of the camera using spiritual psychology tools the second one is like the best pose to make you look good on camera and the third thing that you're going to learn is actually my three-step formula to taking high quality images with your iphone so if you go to selfportraitconfidence.com slash masterclass you can basically watch it on demand now um, so that's a great place to start. And otherwise, if you just want to source for inspiration, my Instagram is at um, the Lucias. And I'll add all the links to the show notes, of course. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was so helpful and so much fun. Thank you. <laughs> is there well, anything that I should have asked you that I missed or... I think you covered so much, so many things that I wouldn't have even thought of asking myself. So thank you so much for bringing up, like, actually, it was so important about the color palettes, about the website. So I, I always think of that, but like, I, yeah, for some reason, I haven't thought of it when I was like, yeah, I'm making... all about websites right now. <laughs> it's like the only thing Absolutely. I think about. <laughs> so, um, well, thanks for um, being here and, um, Anything you else you want to say? No, thank you for having me, Suzanne. Seriously. Oh, I love you always. You're such a delight. Thank you for having me. This is thank great. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannoreicher.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th. And I would love to see you there. It's the make your first or next $5,000 online bootcamp. And you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, 
amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable, and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.